Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. chance to walk out that door right now. <laughs> That's a good one, Todd. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Because in this silver slice I have in here are 1,984 ounces of beer. Golden, delicious beer. And no one leaves here until we finish every single last drop. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again. This is episode... What were we saying? 67. 67. And you're saying that uh, you wanted to be on episode 69. Not just kidding. No. I'm just <laughs> Keep it in the eights. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep it PG on this podcast. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank Viviana, you. before I introduce you, I'll, first and foremost, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to this silly podcast. You know, it's been a journey. It's been over a year now, and I'm sitting here, and I'm still podcasting. I'm getting up, going to work taking care of family, doing what I need to do. And then at the end, once a week, I get to come in and podcast and talk about my life experiences that has helped people and inspired people to do things in their life. So once again, thank you to all my supporters. I appreciate you guys. I am not going anywhere. I'm going to rock and roll. I'm going to keep this thing going. And once again, I want to appreciate all my people that have come on the podcast. Also want to thank my new video producer, Mario. Thank you so much. And once again, congratulate on getting your passing your your what was it faa license congratulations on that can't wait for us to fly you know fly to the sky like we are with this podcast so thank you mario for coming on the podcast let's just get right to it today's date is february 12th the year is 2021 the time is 7 p.m it's a friday night i'm at the studio haven't been here at night on a friday night it just happened to work that way so i'm very excited to see how this turns out but i want to thank my past guest jerry he is a army veteran for i think some 20 years so once again congratulations on that man and i wish you well moving to arizona hopefully i could get out there one of these days and, and get you on the podcast once again so let's get right to it like i always do my guest today is a returning guest she is a teamster she is a delivery driver and she's an alternate delegate for the local 396. Shout out to all the homies in 396, man. I respect you guys. Once again, welcome to the show, Viviana Gonzalez. Thank you. What's going on? Thank you for allowing me to come back and um, spend time with you with this podcast. Um, a lot of stuff's been going on, you know, elections went through. Last time we were here, we we're talking about Proposition 22, right? Mm-hmm. And um, That didn't go through, did it? No, it did not. Well, no, 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 no. They It was... We were saying vote no on 22, mm-hmm. and obviously the companies Lyft and Uber spend a lot of money to do propaganda. It was millions of dollars, and mm-hmm. obviously people fell into it. 
you know now um with the slate that i'm running with with ron mm. herrera and um shout steve, out to ron <laughs> steve Vierma. um that's the power slate and if you guys want and support you go to teamsterpowerslate.com to mm -hmm. be able to help us promote because just how i just compared it to the prop 22 where people spent thousands and millions of dollars you know to put out there vote yes on 22 uh -huh. obviously look at what happened everybody was fooled by it because they thought it was a good thing and in reality they didn't see the truth and now vote no on 22 didn't go through so now now they're suffering now they're suffering now they're reaching out to All pissed uh, off yes they're reaching out to the teamsters to be able to get them uh you know into the into a uh local local i just uh i'm trying to get a hold of someone that was in santa Ana. i don't want to say what local he's from but he was a union organizer mm -hmm. and he was looking into the weed areas going all to the shops mm -hmm. and he's trying to unionize them what do you think about that you know what um I was actually listening to a couple of podcasts uh, today and yesterday since I've been on vacation. And there's a lot of information where we don't see um, being in, in a Teamster organization. We as women get paid the same amount as a male. Mm -hmm. Also being Hispanic, it doesn't matter what race you are, you get paid the same amount as anybody else. You know, but now you go into the public sector where people are getting paid based on whether they're female or male, whether they're Hispanic or white. And we don't see that. We forget about that because we're Teamsters. Mm -hmm. You know, you get paid the same thing I get paid. Mm -hmm. And it's different when you go into the public sector. Women actually get paid 30% less than a male in the public sector. So, yeah, if you organize, doesn't matter where you work, whether you work in the public retail or in an office or, like you said, in that weed what what was it is it a company or what is oh, it it's a weed company they, okay. they sell weed out of the store so let's say they they actually organize now they start by seniority who was there first and mm. you know who starts uh delegating what and you know their their time mm. with the company it, it makes sense it makes sense mm -hmm. doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's not about how much you know is how long you've been with the company and how much you've dedicated to that company. And mm -hmm. I think that also be, needs to be taken in account. You know, how are you going to have somebody working there for 10 years and somebody new comes in and takes over? You get me? Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you on that. I mean, what do you think about people that have had multiple jobs? Let's say I know people that have 12, 15, 20 jobs. And even though every job, okay, it paid, okay, it paid, okay. But then they finally have that job because of their experience. You know, it just takes a little bit longer than others to, to get up to that level. You know, what do you think about the, you know, people getting 26 jobs like that? Is, is that a good thing for us, you think, or is it a bad thing? I don't think we could judge people by the amount of jobs that they have. Mm -hmm. Some people, it takes longer to fall into place in society. Mm -hmm. I think some people stumble into a different job. And, you know, you got to remember, if God allows you to go through 26 jobs to get to the 21st, because that's that's the goal. That's what he's going to have you go through. Like, it took me a minute. I mean, I went through nursing, EMT school. Um, I worked at Bank of America. 
I worked. Oh, you had yeah, you've had a few on. jobs. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I was in the military. Like, hello, and then finally, this just fell all into place. I was supposed to be a supervisor with UPS, no, and then I know here I of, am. Yeah, I have a lot of drivers that they had good jobs before 2008, and they lost their jobs in 2008, 2009. They came to UPS, started over. Mm-hmm. Older guys. These guys are in their 30s. Did the four, six years, wherever hub you're from. Ours was like four to six. And like within like four or five years, he was already a driver. Now he's got his own route. You know, I, I get to meet different – that's why I, I, I like uh, – Union, you know, it's like it doesn't matter. You could come in, put in, put in the time, put in the effort, and you'll get it. I have a homeboy. Uh, shout out to Jared Tanaka, one of my good friends. His wife had passed at an early age, and he quit UPS. And I said, him, "Don't quit. Just you know, take some time off." He ended up moving away, moved out to Hawaii, wanted to surf the beaches and, and just hang out. And he came back. He had nowhere to go. He went back to UPS, started over, did another four six years, like he did prior, mm-hmm. and now he's driving again and he's doing good. Okay, so, I mean, that's pretty cool for him. I mean, it just so happened that he needed to leave and then come back to realize. We actually had somebody like that that left with their mm-hmm. mom to start a cheesecake uh, uh, company. And unfortunately, it went downhill. So he came back to UPS. But this mm-hmm. was like years. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like 12 years later, mm-hmm. he came back. And he's in the building right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens. It happens. And honestly, it's a good time to get into the union right now. Dude. Now's the time. A lot of people think, oh, I have to pay union dues. Um, look at how much you're paying and ask somebody else outside of the union world how much they're paying for insurance. And they'll tell you 300, 400. And here you're paying way less and you get all these extra benefits. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you touched bases on that because I was just thinking to myself the other day. We get so many benefits being Teamsters, right? Thanks mm-hmm. to all the people that put their effort in to give us all these benefits. Now, things are about to change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, half a stepping down. Mm-hmm. We have Ron uh, and Vairmat Slade, Power mm-hmm. Slade. Mm-hmm. And then we have Sean O'Brien coming in. Uh, Sean O'Brien is, I guess, signed on with and the is TDU. Is guy named Oz or something like that? I, I haven't heard about that guy, but I did look at Sean O'Brien. I actually met yeah. him. I actually really? met him when I went to the team's, uh, the women's caucus group up in uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. I actually met that guy. And he seemed like a really cool guy, but apparently he got fired from ha- from Hoffa while mm-hmm. he was in position. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what position he was in. I really didn't look into detail because mm-hmm. my attention's over here with Ron and in the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to spend time with that. But... I just thought about how many people are not involved and they see the changes happening and they don't like it. Mm-hmm. One thing, do you guys remember how we uh, endorsed Kamala Harris and um, our president? Joe Biden? Yes. Yeah, we, we endorsed them, right? Yes, we yeah, did. Of course, yes, I know that. Yeah. Okay. So, how many UPSers, Teamsters were uh, upset? Upset, or no, they voted Trump. Okay, no, but check this out, though. What they don't understand is the IBT actually reached out to a lot of Teamsters to their emails and stuff through mail, Mm. and they wanted feedback on what they expected from their president, right? What they wanted Mm. to see, what changes they wanted. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I mean, it's all about education and being part 
and active. Did any people it, fill that out? It, dude, I got it through mail. I know I did. I got to start looking at my mail more. See, see what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you have all these people mad because, oh, how are the Teamsters going to endorse Biden and Kamala Harris? Um, dude, they actually reached out to you. Did you look at your mail? Did you look at your email? Mm. Because they were asking for all this feedback. They're not going to just take... Um, initiative and say this is how who we want to endorse no mm. this was a amount of people and at the end of the day it was kamala harris and biden right mm -hmm. so we had how a is that going to benefit union members oh it's going to benefit big time because he's all pro-union he's mm. pro-union versus trump wasn't trump wanted to actually break us up i just don't understand how some teamsters like i know you know some of them that vote republic you know what? That's, you know, that's, that's their crazy. personal beliefs. And I get it. Some people are conservative. I get it. The conservative beliefs. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But look, it's all about where you work and what's going to benefit you. You can't sit back and expect everybody else to do what you want to happen when you're not being active. It's your responsibility. You're an adult. I'm an adult. We all have our responsibilities to be active union members, right? Dude, check this out. So this morning... I deliver to Target, right? Mm -hmm. Deliver in the back. There's a company, I'm not going to say the name. They deliver alcohol, beers, okay. and 45 footers. So they've got the, the hammer jack or, you know, pulling them out. And so I'm walking through. I see the guy with the, okay, 952 mask, right? Mm -hmm. That's my union, 952. Okay. He had the mask on with the, the shield. So I walked by him. You know, he moved. He was teaching some other guy. I don't know if they drive in the same car together or he was training. So I come out and I said, hey, man, I go, 952, what's up, man? I go, hey, how do you think about, uh, I said, who do you think, what do you think about our secretary treasurer, Eric Jimenez? And he looked at me, he goes, well, the first thing I asked him, I said, hey, you ready for the convention? You know, you ready for, mm -hmm. you know, the, the big votes? And then I said, he was like, uh, I, I, I don't know. He goes, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I asked him, I go, what do you think of our secretary treasurer, Eric Jimenez? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I just I just listened to what my shop steward says and I was like fuck so then I was like all right cool 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 and then I said how many years have you been a teamster and he said six years and I was like okay well compared to that to me mm -hmm. you know 20 plus years and I stopped to think I'm like man we got to get this information out there you know we, we got to get us strong you know there's still a lot of people out there that that are in a union but they're not using the, the benefits Okay, so you're taking time. Out of my day to come and tell you about the union. Right, and I'm taking time to come here and let you in um, a Some little bit that I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many people actually make time to go to their unions via Zoom? Now it's even easier. You could be in your couch via Zoom. Mm -hmm. And people still don't show up. Mm -hmm. And then they expect, oh, why is this happening? Oh, my gosh, this is happening. You need to be active and voice your opinion because we are the union. The people that we have up there are union representatives, right? Mm -hmm. They're our face to our union. So we can't sit back and expect for things to happen miraculously when we're not taking action. I heard that some people can't even get on. They get booted off. Or when they're on, they get muted. Like, okay. it's like total you know i did have that happen to me once where i logged in and then my friend alberta she was also a shop steward from mm -hmm. san fernando called me mm -hmm. and i wasn't able to log back in and i was like oh my gosh you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but but 
I mean, one meeting that I missed, I can always reach out to my business agents. I can reach out to other shop stewards and say, hey, did you guys log into the Zoom meeting? What, what happened? Can you guys fill me in? But that's me taking initiative. Am I just going to sit back and just be like, oh, well, I missed it. When do you guys do it. your Zoom? Um, we usually do it still the third week of the end of each month. And they'll usually post it on Instagram and they'll tell us to what log in. What is it in. on Sunday? It's usually on Sunday. Yeah, I remember we used to go Sundays. It, we still Ours actually. Ours Wednesday nights. Actually, we have it the same day that we had it even before COVID was here. So it's still the same consistency. It's on Zoom. It, How many it people is. can be on Zoom at the same time? Well, they actually just focus the camera on No, no, like Ron. how many people can hold, log hold on? Hold on, hold on. So you can actually see them. So it's all the viewers. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a really an amount because you don't have each person on camera. You get me? Mm -hmm. Like, I can't see you being on there unless I text you and say, hey, are you on there? Mm -hmm. And then we can text back and forth. I know I texted Terry the time we were on there. Okay. You know, so it's not it doesn't look like squares. No, it's kids. not square. That's it's how my kids them. are at their school. I mean, they do Zoom, you know, classroom through Zoom. Yeah. No, my the first delegate meeting that we had this past Saturday, it actually was all of us on there. It was everybody that was able to log in and you have to scroll through those squares to mm. see who's on there and everybody introduced themselves. And that's for the power slate. That's cool. How, how happy were you when you're in there? Well, you like, know what? That's something to be proud of. I, I'd be proud of it. I, I am. I am. I'm very happy and fortunate to be part of Local 396. A lot of people that know Ron, they know that he's a Chicano and he's like the first in the IBT Hispanic person. Mm -hmm. He's actually opening doors for a lot of us. And he's allowing women who are active in the union to be part of his slate as well. Mm -hmm. So that's opening doors for women to be part of the IBT. I mean, he's opening doors for a lot of people. I mean, he's making it happen. Mm -hmm. So I am very, very, very thankful to be part of this. How important is it? Oh, it's really important because it's, it's our future. It's our future. You know, the West coast has very, very healthy retirement plan versus the East coast, mm -hmm. you know, and if we allow Sean O'Brien to come in, I did mean, did you see hello. that paperwork they had? There's Which a one? thing going out that says, like the numbers and how his pension's failing. Like there was a whole sheet. I forgot where it was from. It just had his numbers and like the pension's failing. I should have sent it to you. I thought you you would have got it already. Well, you know, it's not it's not news to me because I already know that the East Coast doesn't have a very healthy pension. Mm -hmm. And they've been trying to um, integrate it with ours. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a good idea. Everybody that's listening, you guys need to start learning Voting. what's going on you guys need to yes you guys need to vote start being active because this is our future it's our pension if we let sean o'brien come in i think that's that's gonna be jeopardizing our pension i feel like it and then it, they're signing on with tdu 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 has been in front of our, my building and they've been people tell me stories you know like just funny shit like you know, trying to hand out flyers and like, I don't want flyers from a liar. And they're like, fuck you, like you're a piece of crap. And like, they're they're really get, getting dirty. How is it from a liar? If you go through our Zoom meetings, if you ever join our Zoom meetings, I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably sit there and listen mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. They're very transparent. They'll mm -hmm. read out all the monetary uh, 
values that we spend on and how much we have in our accounts they go through everything what are they lying about even before they purchase their vehicles they ask us if we're okay for them to purchase vehicles and then they tell us how much they're going to spend there's a lot mm. of transparency oh they came through like brand new trucks and everything who eric jimenez and i don't, I don't know who the other guy is the but other, they have like two the same cars okay so did they ask trucks. But i don't remember getting asked <laughs> Now I'm sort of thinking, maybe I'm not looking at my mail. Maybe because it's COVID. Well, they asked us at one of the meetings if we were okay with them spending money. And obviously they need vehicles because they've been throwing them in the shop. Mm. So it's time for them to buy new vehicles. We approved of it before they went ahead and purchased the vehicles. I wonder if he approved of it. I don't know. You know, I guess I'm not not as involved as much. Maybe I should, you know, hurry up and get off by 630 to get on Zoom and hear, and hear everything, right? Or maybe you need to make an alternate of time for you guys to have the meeting. Because if you say, hey, you know what? Not a lot of us are going to be home to see Because I did. If I got time, I'd go to the meetings. Always. Not all of them. But, you right. know, if I got off in time and I'd get there. And, I, and I've always said, hey, let's do Sunday mornings, like 396. Right. Get everybody involved. Yeah. You know, Albertson, CVS, um, whoever else they're, they're, they're supporting. Yeah, the reason we do... Or you being unionized, you know? I think the reason we do actually Sundays, even though it kind of wastes a little bit of our off time, mm -hmm. is because nobody's working. Like, unless you're a feeder driver driving long distance. Mm -hmm. But other than that, one, everybody is able to log in. One guy told me a long time when I was in the meetings, I was like, one of my arguments was, hey, let's do it on Sundays. And the dude says, well, Sundays is family time. And I'm, I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, I went on and thought about it. And then I said, well, isn't family, isn't union supposed to be family? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's only once a month. It's not like it's every Sunday. I know, but that's your priorities. Oh, everybody, everything's taken care of. What if, what if your pension or your health care was at in jeopardy? I bet you anything they would put the little time, one hour, one hour that you can log in and get informed and ask questions because then again you go bombarding the shop steward oh what's going on with this what's going on with that why don't you do your own research and put a little bit of your own time mm. because it's sometimes i mean i love being a shop steward because i go in there and i represent people and educate people on their rights because mm. when i first started i wasn't educated on my rights mm. i used to work four hours and got sent home nobody told me i was guaranteed my eight mm. And now that I see it happen, I actually step in and I make something happen. Like, hey, you know what? If you guys don't let them work, there's going to be a penalty to that. So that's why I'm active. I'm active because I don't want the same thing to happen to the next union brother or sister. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm telling you this information, you know what? The meetings are going to be this day. You can find them out this day. And you don't take initiative to go. That means you don't care. You don't care. Think about all the people that sacrifice their time away from their family to have the benefits that we have. You know, you like the good, but you don't want to put the work in it. Mm -hmm. This is about you and your future. Then you want to leave it in the hands of everybody else? What if it goes in a different direction? I have people that are 25 years in and everything's been good for them. The, the union representation has been really good. And then all this is happening with, within my center. There's no, no more representation because of what happened. I think, I, did I tell you already what happened? They canceled one of my shop stewards. They just fired him. And when we, the new slate came in. Yeah. Yes, so, when the new slate came in. So then we did a petition because they placed their peoples. I don't even know how these guys became shop stewards. 
Okay, but the from what I learned is there was a lot of lies involved and a lot of just it was just weird the way things happen. Yet someone who's been respected amongst his peers, you know, 22 years of shop steward, just get fired and then replaced with some dude. I don't even know who he was, who he is. You know, we've had over the years votes and people getting petitioned and, you know, you're out of you're not doing your job. I mean, we've always had those different things in our center, but it was always done in a, an, an order that's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we did a petition. So they said, OK, we're going to do we're going to vote for shop stewards then. So everyone put the names down. And when they came in to, were to vote, they had taken Wayne Addison's name off. Boom, gone. The guy that's, you know, 22 years yeah. of shop steward. So it just upset me and a lot of people was because no one was told, no one was uh, informed because there could have been other guys that have union experience to be able to put their name on slate. But we all, we're all, we're all one in our center. Like we mm-hmm. all know what we need and like the things that went down and with this new slate and they're well, on is, the TDU side. Well, what does your uh, bylaw say? Your bylaws on your books mm-hmm. on shop stores and how you're supposed to select them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be in your bylaws to where you can always guide them back. I mean, it's in black and white, you yeah. know? Yeah. Did you guys look at the bylaws? I haven't looked at the bylaws. I know they're they're doing things. I mean, they're running their delegates. They're running for delegates. Shout out to Wayne and Julio that are being delegates on the the slate against TDU. You know, okay. that, I forgot what the, the solidarity slate. That's okay. what it's called. You know what? I've been, I was actually scrolling through Instagram. A uh, shout out to local 848. I actually saw them post something to where they're signing on Ron Herrera slate. And they even posted it on there where it's, this is for a future where you're going to go ahead and endorse the power is slate, Vierma, Ron slate. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's what that's, you guys call. What do you guys have? Is there another slate you're fighting against? It's the Sean O'Brien one. I honestly, don't know their name. I don't want to. I'm just focusing on art slate. Yeah. I, it, I know it's Sean O'Brien. I, I you know I met the guy. Um, the reasons why he got fired from his position with Hoffa, I don't know, but the information's out there. I just saw that he signed on with TDU. I want nothing to do, do with TDU. I, I don't. I yeah. Don't. You know, a lot of people listening to the show, they want, they want to know who TDU is. And from what I've learned, they're the Teamsters, Teamsters Democratic, Democratic Union. Union. It's run. Well, no, they're different from the O'Brien slate, but they're on they're, his side. Yes, they yeah. are signing on. So they're going to push forward with. Hey, with they didn't even do anything, huh? Like no. they don't have nothing. They just show up and just cause trouble. Yeah, yeah. But the, this is the thing. They're just going to go up there and say, oh, Ron's a liar. Do you go to his meetings? Because we have lots of clarity. Obviously, our hall is paid for. Mm-hmm. Our hall is beautiful. It's all paid for. And anything that the Teamsters do, I mean, with Ron, they're not going to pull it out of our actual money. They're actually going to fund and there, if you go on TeamsterPowerSlate.com, you can actually help fund this slate so we can push forward into helping him reach his goal into the IBT because I feel like our our future is really in his hands. If you look at the variety of people that he has with them, it, it is strong. You have Mexican, women, blacks, whites, Italian. You got it, you got it all, dude. It's all there. Mm-hmm. And that's real cool because that's diversity all coming together. 
I mean, what else can you ask He's for? got years, years of Everybody experience. on there has tons of years. He's really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people he actually chose to run with him, dude, they have years of, of service with the Teamsters, whether it's from their family or just working and they evolved into stewards and now they're running with him. That's freaking awesome. When is the election? Do you know? um, I believe it's going to be this year because Hoffa steps down uh, next year. Next year, I believe 2022, March. I think that's I think that's what I looked so at. So we're going to start getting cracking. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be a war zone. Yes. If you guys want uh, updates, uh, teamsterpowerslate.com. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and sign on there. Put all your information. It'll mm-hmm. have you click whether you want to donate, you want updates, what's going on, how you can help teamsterpowerslate.com mm-hmm. yeah yeah you could look that up i mean even though we're from different locals yeah we, yeah, yeah. we still have the same beliefs mm-hmm. there's what you talked about the herrera slate and then the o'brien slate we yeah. know that o'brien tdu is backing them we know o'brien has failed in the past with the pensions we've seen the paperwork we've seen the numbers i want the east to be just as profitable as us mm-hmm. I think we got to focus. I'm going to focus on the East. I want to promote this podcast and let them know, like, look at you might have a failing pension. Now the West will get you there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Support us, follow us. I mean, we're, we're doing good over here. The, the, we want the same growth over there. We want you guys to have the same pensions as us. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think? I feel like Ron will make it happen. He'll make it happen because there is a big difference in our pensions big time. And I'm sure if we push him forward, it's going to happen. We'll be happy in the West and the East. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, everybody just needs to be open-minded. You know, oh, no, it's because they're from the West. No, 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 no. Look at our pension, really. And look at your pension and see where you're at. You want to be where we're at? Hey, you know what? Start looking at the people. Start digging. Start, ma- you know, Google, mm-hmm. YouTube. They're so handy. Mm-hmm. So that's how I do all my research. And I also look to see who's the one that wrote it. Like, if it says TDU, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not going to believe that, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I see, like, an actual teamster voicing out their actual life and, and saying, hey, you know what? I want Ron to do this. I want Ron to. I'm going to listen to that because that's, it's a person telling you. They're living it. You know, it's not like, oh, like you, how are you going to tell me about 396? You're from 952. Mm-hmm. You hear what goes on with us because mm-hmm. we tell you. Yeah, and I we come questions. in comparison, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we tell you? Oh, no, not with us. With us, when we're going to choose shop stewards, you either elect them or they call in and then it's by boat, right? Mm-hmm. You're over here telling us that they literally went in there and eliminated the people and just. But there could be bylaws. Like, I don't know. You're, you're right. I should have put in every Zoom possible. But your bylaws would be in your little book, the in your little yeah, contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In your little contract, you just look at that. Oh, I, I, okay, I, mean, I could go look at it. Yeah. I just, you he, know, I didn't know. I mean, if that's written in there, then, you know, maybe the way. I don't know. The way it's worded yeah, sometimes, sometimes intimidates worded. people. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes, you know what it does? It'll say, like, this section is really on this section, but mm-hmm. it'll say refer to article, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then you have to go back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It does does take time sometimes, but it's very informative. I think I should start reading my my book every night. I mean, I've I've gone through it like a comb. And here we are. We're here about we are to, again, dude. We're about to end you. this contract. <laughs> the UPS contract. Yeah, isn't it up next year? It's, it's up five next years. Year. 
Yeah. It's five years. So it, it should be next year, no? Yeah, I don't know what that sound is. Sorry, folks, if you hear that sound. Is your phone on uh, airplane? No, my, mine is on airplane mode. Okay. Mine. Uh, maybe it's someone. Do you have airplane mode? No, he's not, he's cool. He's far he, away. He's Sorry, folks. Maybe know. it's upstairs. Maybe. Hey, they're having a party. Is it a party? <laughs> it's Friday night. Bro, we're talking about fucking Teamsters. I don't know. Business. I, I like just what happened with the politics and everything and, and the, the lies and the deception and Trump this and Biden, his, his son's a crackhead and like just the, the lies, everything around. It's like, dude, it's like your brain scried. You're like, oh, okay, I'm done with politics. But then this is actually something more important than what had just happened. Yeah. This is something well, that's our future. Well, you know what? The presidential election was really, really. Uh, it showed strength. It did because actually everybody came together. But now with the whole, uh, what is it? The Trump trying to get, um, what do they call it? He's trying to get on a new slate or something like that, right? No, not. How is he going to be in a slate? He's not a teamster. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, he, they said he can never run for the Republicans again. So he's going to start a new, like, independent and the Tea like, Party. Yeah. He's okay, going to do he, red, he, the Red Skull or something like that. He's some something red. I don't. I don't think he's gonna come back to you be a think, president. You think he's gonna no, be I think he's again? done. I, I. I. think he's actually. If they impeach him now, mm-hmm. he won't be able to run again. Mm-hmm. And and if they do that now, next time around, he's not gonna be able to run. Hey, there's some people that say, <laughs> some people that say that he's still the president. <laughs> That's the Trump supporters. There you no, go. there's a guy. And he's named Steve. He's like Steve Pisser Pickercrit or whatever. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like he'll have his title and then they'll say, uh, you know, Trump is still president. He's so supposedly he's like an ex CIA agent. He's in denial. Denial. I don't know. He's got credentials. <laughs> After I heard that, I'm like, dude, you're a nut. It's really bad when Republicans don't even want to hear about Trump. There's a lot of Republicans that don't want to hear about Trump. That just goes to show you a lot. The stuff that he did in the White House, that was just crazy. That was very disrespectful to the White House. Which one? Which which event are you talking about? All of them, all of them, all of them. I can't believe the Capitol, the Capitol yes. riot. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, because I, I listen to a lot of news and they say it's Antifa, it's this and that, and this and that. Uh, why'd you even do it in the first place? You know, have that big parade or whatever they were doing. What mm-hmm. What was the thing behind it? Do they do that before like all this happens? I never. You know what I mean? Right before a president switches over, do they ever have a big assembly? I've never seen it happen. I think it's because it was Trump that they made this happen, but I don't think it's ever this chaotic. Think about it. All the other presidents we've had, it was never this crazy. It mm. was just like the change of houses, and that was it. Mm. But this was just nuts. I like to ask questions to see how, how everyone sees it. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to see you know what was going on and evaluate the situation. But I think those people that were there probably don't even have a, a fifth grade education. First of all, even if I did support something like that, are you going to take off a work and then jump on a plane and go? Some you know, people I would did. love to have been down oh. there and interview people. I would love to be down there and interview people and just talk <laughs> with them. Like, I, I want to I know. Hey, did you see that the people that were trying to fly back home were actually put on the no-fly list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that dude, was crazy. Like, how are you going to get back home? How about that shaman guy or whatever from the queue? The guy had paint all over him. 
He had the hat. Oh, that crazy guy. Yeah. He oh said he was gosh. a shaman for Q. He's in jail, and he won't eat unless it's vegan. Well, I guess you're going to starve then, homie. <laughs> yeah, imagine doing something like that. Okay, let me be bougie, but I'm in jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of stuff happening, dude. A lot. It's all politics, and right now, I'm just really going to focus on helping this uh, slate. Teamster Power Slate. No, I'm glad you're here. Yes. I'm just I'm just soaking it in, you know. Uh, you know, everything that's happening and you, we, we have to be aware and, and, and know our surroundings. Mm-hmm. But right here, man, the information needs to get out there. It does, and, and your podcast is a big tool for it. No, it is. It podcast is. is a big tool. You know, I like when I get people in, it's doctors, uh, new doctor. people. <laughs> no, 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 but it makes me say, okay. You're right. I got to start doing more. I got to start doing more. Because, you know, you're on my show. You're giving me the information. Mm-hmm. And every time you come on, I'm like, man, I go, I, I think I have the information because I'm doing my, inf- my, my research. Uh-huh. And you come in and just blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of information out there. And honestly, I could be cleaning the house and I'm actually listening to a podcast. I'll mm-hmm. listen to a, the Hispanic Caucus podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to several other uh, podcasts mm-hmm. that, you know, where Ron speaks. Just a lot of information. It gives her history. I mean, just uh, going online to Zoom, I heard um, Jay Phillips's uh, background mm-hmm. where he worked with UPS for mm-hmm. several years, went to school, got his degree. I mean, a lot of these people come from working from working with UPS. It's not mm. like they got handed this position. Mm. They worked. They were where we're at right now at mm. one point. And now look at where they're at. We have a very good slate to put in the IBT. Yeah, I'm not worried. But I, you know, I just want to. But think about all the people that are not being informed. I feel like I should be on my P's and Q's right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, I get a lot of information from you. Um, you know Terry Terry Terry, Terry Diggs shout out to Terry Diggs hey, he knows all the he knows more about my building than I know and he's like you know? I already know dog I already know yeah that's what he says I already know dog I was like how do you know like that dude I get connections dude he's on his phone probably like this all day I get to talk to him like once or twice a week if if that you know he's always busy he's always busy I don't know how he does it I know some people, they get stressed out, and they, they turn their phones off. And He's real chill about it. You call him up, and, yeah, man, yeah, I know, yeah, huh? Like, I called him all excited. Oh, my gosh, guess what? Ron just called me, and he asked me to be alternate alternate delegate, and he's like, dog, I already mm. knew that. So <laughs> I'm just like, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. He should, he, he should be ready <laughs> for secretary treasurer doing something big, huh? He doesn't want to. Vote for Terry. <laughs> Well, for Terry Diggs, he's in glamorous right now. Shout out to Terry. Uh, I got to get him on. Ask him when he coming on again. He says, "When I got time." And I was like, "Oh man, another, you know, another Ron got no time to come to the podcast." Just I know. kidding. We got to reach out to Ron and get him in here. No, it's cool, man. Listen, I'm having a good time getting my friends on and coworkers on and getting. You know, I met you through Terry. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he recommended you for the podcast, and I mean, you're you're perfect, man. You know, you. I the think the, the main reason why he recommended me to you is because of my history. Like, obviously, I'm a Hispanic. I served the military. I don't. I'm actually an immigrant. You know, and I told him how my parents came from Mexico, and we lived in a little apartment, and 
you know, the struggles of where my dad struggled up until he became um, a truck driver for local 399. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where he basically took off. He provided for his family. I mean, I lived through the rough years where we couldn't buy shoes for me. You know, everybody bought shoes all the time. And it was like, there's no money, you know, up until like I was like 16, 17. That's when I finally got my room by myself. Before I was like sharing the couch with my uncle and like 20 other uncles in the house and my brother as well. So we like struggled. My brother and I struggled, and then we have my sister who was 15 years apart. Now she had the nice life. Mm -hmm. She had everything we didn't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how is that going? Not that good. <laughs> I think a struggle made made me who I am, and I appreciate the man above because he actually created me to who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you humble. It doesn't let you look down on people because you remember being mm -hmm. in that situation at one point. If anything, it makes your heart open to give and help people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing about being a shop steward, that mm -hmm. you see the struggle at the beginning of your career into where you see new people coming in and you're just like, okay, you know what? I remember being there. Mm -hmm. I remember struggling. Let me help them out. But then again, you can't help those who don't help themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you tell somebody, you know what, follow grievance, da, da 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 article, blah, blah, blah. And if they just go two weeks, before I used to be like, hey, did you did you uh, fill out your, your grievance. grievance form? Oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, why Why am I pushing them? Obviously, it's not important for them. But then I'm that caring shop store where I'm like, this is your money. Like, you can get paid for this. You know, this is not right. You need to put a stop to it. But then it's not important to them as it is to you. So that's where I kind of learn from Terry to where it's just like, they're grown people, I'm a grown person. And if it's not important to them, I may mention it to them, but if they don't want to push forward to them, I'm not going to bend their hand to be able to write this grievance. Yeah, they fill them out over, I think we talked about that last podcast. Mm -hmm. They fill them out in my building. What do you mean? They fill out their grievances, the shop stewards. Oh, no, I let them fill it out. I let them fill it out, and then I'll help them put I don't know. I had Phil on the podcast. I don't know. I don't remember if I asked him. I got I to gotta find out. That's that's what I want to ask. How come we don't fill out our – I mean, it's a good tool mm -hmm. to get people involved. Mm -hmm. You know, make them responsible. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I knew that me calling in six is going to get me my occasions eventually – Mm -hmm. You know, you get you go down the line to talk with he says she said mm -hmm. verbal, you know. Then you got what warning letter and oh, so on, so on. You go in and and they they try to write you up and they skip a few levels and I mean it's just it's just the way things are in. Get people to go in there and and file what what they feel is right. Right now I'm on vacation. I was told we had a member go in there to represent them. Mm -hmm. um, as far as I remember, it's only myself and another shop store named Ruben in the evening. And then we have Mike McCleary, who's usually like running early AMs. But then we have this other member who never goes to union meetings, but he's taking initiative to go and represent these members. Um, you can go ask him what he knows about the contract and he is not gonna know anything. He's just gonna know the basic stuff that benefits him. Mm -hmm. and. I feel that if you're going to take initiative to be a shop steward, you need to know what you're actually going in the office for. Isn't that just witnessing? 
anything that oh is that what we call it witnessing when they don't say nothing they they say that but i mean when they're doing investigation it can always lead to disciplinary action right i just feel that anybody that's going to go out there and pretend to be a shop store you better know your rights because you're representing that member Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to do and sometimes they're serving warning letters and they're like oh my gosh i I gotta serve warning letters i tell you what they're giving warning letters. Say you're missing a package in your car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say it's one, mm-hmm. right? You send it in and it comes back and it comes back and it says it's scanned. It says scanned in car. It doesn't say your car, but it says scanned in car. So he goes back to the hub. He clocks out the next day. He gets a warning letter because it tells him it was scanned in car, but it didn't say his car. It just said a car. Okay. And they can know who scanned it because remember when you scan something, that box gets attached to your ID. They're giving drivers warning letters. A bunch of them. Uh, you got to remember that. I mean, when I was in the office for my knee injury, mm-hmm. I learned how to actually uh, pop up the tracking number mm-hmm. and it'll say what driver scanned it. So why they're issuing those warning letters is kind of dumb. That's weird. Because no. it's like if the package is missing, I've taken pictures of my car. They accused me of it one time and I had a tube. And it had a bunch of PAL labels on it. Uh-huh. And, and like, I said, and I took a picture, in? and I said, look it. I go, this this wasn't in my car yesterday. Come on. Uh-huh. I go, now, now it's an integrity issue. You're calling me out on it. Like, this was not in my car. But see, that's management I'm not a doing professional. their job. I'm a professional. Yeah, but that's management not doing their job. Because if management management does their job, and they put the tracking number, it's going to pop up who scanned it. It'll even show if it was a clerk that scanned it. Mm-hmm. It'll show on no, there. No, I had one today, and I sent it in, and then I, right before I clocked out, it, you know, I wanted to make sure because I'm like, look it, if they're giving warning letters out, I want to make sure where, where this package is then. But then because, again, are you, know, you supposed to be driving like that? Like, oh, scared, like, oh, my gosh, you know, what if they write me up? Like, that's why we have the union in place where you need to work safe and pressure free Mm -hmm. you know obviously we work under a lot of pressure already as it is driving through streets and trying to avoid accidents now do you want to have something back your head that's going to put more pressure on you and disorient you from what you're doing because you're thinking oh my gosh am i going to get written up for this like that's not okay Mm -hmm. that's that's harassment you're harassing the driver now is the driver even going to be safe out there thinking Mm -hmm. oh my gosh you know is this package in my vehicle? What if I get fired for this? That's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah, it's not. And I'd be, you know, I think it's just a test. And I see drivers waking up and asking questions. And especially with this new slate and everything that's go- going on, mm-hmm. uh, it's waking people up. And mm-hmm. I'm honored to be a part of this. I mean, this is history right here mm-hmm. we're doing. This is going to be affect our future. It is. I mean, Hoffa was in office for how long? Several years. He was in the office for several, and several he turned years. it around. He did. Wasn't it TDU that was in charge before? It was TDU before. It was. See, I do it know was. a little bit. Yeah, a little bit it of was, history. It was his dad, then TDU, and then it was him again. And now we have the opportunity to put um, people that we know in the IBT mm-hmm. and make a change in history. Speaking of history. What do you think about Tom Brady winning, what was it, his seventh? Seventh, seventh ring? Yeah. You watch football at I, all? I actually didn't watch this game. <laughs> A lot of people did I, I didn't watch it, but just seeing him win again, it's like, dang, dude. 
You don't watch sports? I do. I'm you a cowboy fan. Oh, I'm a that's cowboy why. Fan. You're stubborn. No, 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 no. We had a lot of injuries, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I thought we had hope there for a minute. Oh, your team's <sighs> done. Got to rebuild. I know. I know. You know, you had. That was a bad when injury. When was the last time you guys won? Troy Aikman? <sighs> we were close a couple of years back. We were close. We Who? were close. Tony Romo? It was Green Bay. It was Green Bay, the last one, remember? It was that touchdown that they didn't count towards Dak. No, no, not Dak. Uh, 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 X. What's his name? Uh, Des. Mm, I'm not a Dallas fan. You are. Oh! <laughs> it was Des. Yes, Des Bryant. Des. Des Bryant. Yeah. I think I remember that game. He should have yeah. caught it. He did catch it. It was the holding it to his body that didn't count by the time he landed. It was like a technicality. But then they went back and they're like, oh, wait, it was a touchdown years later. What what year was this? I don't remember, dude. It, uh, was, a, it was a couple like years 90? back. 93? <laughs> no. 2003. No. <laughs> no, not that far back. Even though 2003, they did go to the Super Bowl, but I can't remember with who. I wasn't a Cowboy fan at that point. I wasn't. Oh, it was with the Patriots. I wasn't. I wasn't. I think it was with the Patriots. I, I can't remember way back then. I was still in high school, dude. So what do you do? What do you do in your free time besides being in a union and learning all the cheese, man? I'm a mom. I'm a mom. There's tons of stuff to do. There's tons. Shout of out stuff to your to son. Do. He just had a birthday. Yes, he is 16. And he's here in the studio. Yeah, What's up, bro? He is. <laughs> he's going. He is oh, with man. us here. He's like, oh my gosh, mom, where are you taking me? <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I bring him along to a lot of my events with the union. Mm -hmm. He's a lot of people know him. They've seen him grow, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what are you feeding this kid? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You know, I know we're just talking about birthdays. I just, My birthday just passed as well. Your birthday shout, just passed, shout, it did. Shout out Wasn't to it? the Aquarius like babies. I oh, have actually, Aquarius, huh? I actually found out I have a lot of friends who are born in February. Mm -hmm. Lots. Majority of my friends are born in February. What is it about February babies? Aquarius. You are born in February, too, Mario? Holy smokes. We're air. Everybody needs us, dude. <laughs> Aquarius or Aries? Yeah. No, no, no. Aquarius is Aquarius. air. I always thought it was water or like an aquarium, but it's actually air. Aquarius. That's why we're Aquarius so cool. Too? That's uh, why we're cool because everybody I've met us. a lot of Aquarius people. See? You see? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm barely getting, you know, learning about stuff like this, but. I don't get into it, but you know, the tias growing up, they're like, oh, mija, Walter said this. <laughs> 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 but how often is it true though i mean it's pretty you know actually i looked into numerology mm -hmm. that was really accurate with me i was like whoa it talked about me being stubborn well, and, a lot of my early podcasts was numerology i i think i've heard a few you That's had a little yes I, I would put the number of the episode and uh -huh. then put what does this mean and then i would read whatever that number meant uh -huh. and then i would just think about the podcast that's how my title would be Oh, wow. You know, I still do it today. I, I you know, I, I, whatever I feel at the end of my titles, uh -huh. it comes from here. So I just, because if people come in and they ask, they go, hey, what's the title going to be? I go, dude, I don't know. I'm just focused on looking at this right now. Okay. You know, this is this be in the moment. Let's, right. Let's do something that wasn't acted. It wasn't, we didn't plan this. We don't talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. And this is how we're going to do it. We come in and yeah, I am nervous. Yeah, I do. Yeah, at times because I'm, I'm sometimes I'm in I'm over my game. You got you know a lot of stuff, you know a lot of information that 
when you come in, like now I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna be like, okay, you know what I mean? I wanna be at, be at your level. Well, you know what? I think it's all about growing. Um, I go to a lot of the meetings. I talk to a lot of people. There's also different angles. You get to hear it from the disgruntled member when they're just like, oh, why should I be active? Nothing's ever going to change. Um, nothing's going to change because you're not being active. You're not mm. voicing your opinion. I'm not seeing your point of view. And I see it where it's a little depressing when you have a whole bunch of uh, grievances filed and we don't have the business agent there to represent it. You get me? And mm-hmm. then you get asked, like, oh, when is the business agent going to come? Big shout out to my business agent, Enrique Cisneros. He's, he actually got a couple of grand for a guy down in San Fernando. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it was payback. Payback for his hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got a nice check. Nice. A week ago. Nice. I, I rarely get them, but when they do. Yeah. You know, they come in pretty nice. I mean, you know, um, we got to we gotta see at everything. We have a very busy union, 396. You look How at many members are you guys? Dude, it's a lot of us. Just think about just my business agent himself. He takes care of one in Van Nuys, I believe. Us, Lancaster, Bishop, Riscrest, and Mojave. Like, that's five five buildings that's a lot of not members including, to him. not include what is that he's just focused on that's that's the just delivery he doesn't have like cbs albertsons he's just focused on no it's just all of us because uh, 396 is just waste management and us oh okay it, that's it that's oh. that's us just waste management and us that's 396 so he focuses on those buildings, right? Mm. That's not including whatever else Ron has assigned him to do. So he does have a lot on his plate. Sometimes being patient with the members and telling them, hey, you guys got to wait you know, for him to come up here because it is a drive from L.A. to Lancaster plus traffic. I mean, you know, it takes a big toll. And mm-hmm. he also has a family as well. Mm. So we all have to be understanding that everybody does their job and that we just need to be patient, you know, still mm. try and help out one another as well. It has taken a lot of patience. It has taken a lot of patience for me to get here. Mm. You know, it started as an idea. Then it started being verbal, talking to people. Then it started being into self, you know, looking to myself mm-hmm. and, and say, am I ready now? Because I this idea came in back in 2001 when I first started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and I said hmm let's just keep going let's just keep that there let's focus on family let's focus on work let's focus on being a better person mm-hmm. and I got to that point I got to that point where I said enough's enough I'm gonna clean my slate and start a podcast that's cool you know, dude. if you guys want to hear about me you can listen to my old podcast I'm not gonna talk about my story Every every time be able to be here and, and see the process. See, I'm bullying you. No, 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 no. You got you cut me off the other day. No, just listen to podcast number forty eight. <laughs> he talks a lot about himself. Oh, there. really? Yeah. I gotta start <laughs> with me. I got you to talk a lot about yourself and how you yeah. became where you were at, and mm-hmm. that was real cool, dude. Because we sometimes it takes a lot to, to express yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, I t- mean, and tell them yourself. And you're you're pretty much the host here, and usually uh-huh. ask us questions. So mm-hmm. that day, but I already I got know to you. From you. Yeah, that's well, I true. talked more huh, about myself, huh? No, no, no. That was cool though. That was cool because you we get to see where you're coming from. I mean, you know, I wish you the best with this podcast. It's very informative. It has a lot of information. 
Uh, I actually have a friend named Chris Carranza. Uh-huh. He's he's like my homie, homie. Uh-huh. He's like, and his girlfriend Lily and uh-huh. I just became good friends. He's into the the outdoors and stuff. And I started listening to that one podcast where you have the guy that does a forest sightseeing, and he has a girlfriend that they go out camping, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they talk a lot of camp s- supplies, and they talk about how oh, yeah. there's the different temperatures. Oh, I watch all kinds of crazy YouTube so, videos. So just listening to that, it was very informative. Uh-huh. So it touches a lot of stuff. You also had the girl with the therapy. Oh, uh, you're talking about Andrew and then the girl with therapy. Yeah, the the girl with the therapy. Uh, uh. She was real cool. Um, it was with the, the, wasn't it that Zen, the Zen lady? She talks about. I don't about, think I only had two girls on. Has that have more? I've had more. I don't know. Well, you uh, talked about your acupuncture. Oh, for, uh, the avocado queen. Okay, there you Shout go. Shout out to Veronica. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I she like was her on the show. Uh, she, I, I learned a lot through because I used to deliver uh-huh. to them. Uh, it was a holistic office, uh-huh. and they were all about holistic crystals uh-huh. and acupuncture, and it changed my life uh-huh. to the better. I was like, holy crap! You know, I used to get massages, but I'd be all tense. Like a rock, I'd be mm-hmm. all. You know, have you ever got a sh- massage? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people would never have. Oh my I'm pretty gosh, sure. I'm pretty sure my parents <laughs> have never had a massage, but they can use one. Everyone could use a massage. Oh yeah. Massage. Sure. I mean, I used to be all tense because I had a tough back. I mean, my back would give out, and I get uh-huh. a massage. I didn't know how to relax. They, they would be, the Asian lady would be like, "Relax, relax," and then I had to learn that. I learned that through my boy Sammy. Shout out to mm-hmm. Sammy. He's been on the podcast. He was the one who introduced me to the foot massage. Mm-hmm. They do the legs and everything. He introduced me to that stuff. Well, you and know, I didn't know that, you know, growing up. I was like, what is this? And it took me years to realize, like, dang, these things have benefits. Well, you know what? Being a driver, you learn a lot because... Jumping up and down your neck. <laughs> oh, my neck's like all jacked up right now. No, because I actually went to the dentist and uh-huh. I was telling him how I grind my teeth at night. Oh. And they're actually going inwards. And I told him, like, I don't know where I get the grinding from. He says, usually people that lift a lot tend to grind their teeth oh. at night. So. I just snore a lot. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't know snore. that. I did not know that. And I was like, oh, so it's actually my job. And, Let me and see. Now your teeth look fine. They look fine to you. But let's go to my dentist. I'm supposed to have braces because they're inverting right now. Why don't you just get veneers? Oh, no, that's you a, make no, it funny. Oh, no. But then I'm not going to be able your to Your teeth eat. look like chiclets. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> super white, super white. Remember the Dennis and Menace movie? Yeah. When uh, Mr. Wilson and Dennis is playing with his teeth and he's puts them with chiclets. <laughs> he goes to take his picture with the plant. Remember that lotus plant or what yeah. was it called? It opens up. Uh-huh. He went to go take the picture and his teeth are <laughs> Dennis! <laughs> You're awful. No, but seriously, uh, you know, just listening to your podcast, mm. it's very informative in many ways. I've mm. heard of people getting their license to go fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Mario. just got his license. I mean, people are getting encouraged on this podcast and... You know, most of the time I just want to act a fool and just, you know, relax and have a good time. But I have to be professional in the beginning. I want to make sure we get, we get the message out. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why I, I'm spending time here and not with my family or 
doing other things. Like I want to make sure that this podcast is helping people. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, whether it's learning about Teamsters next week, I don't even know what I have planned next week. Oh, no, I got a homie from the hood. He's going to come and talk about homie weapons. Yeah, you know, but he's doing good for himself. Hey, that one podcast where you had your Hawaiian friends in here. Oh, no, I was doing that was my boy Ramsey I grew up with. Shout out to Ramsey. He was he was down here for a wedding. Uh, his brother okay. Tyson, Tyson, yeah. what's up to Tyson, Chelsea? They got married, and so he came down from Alaska. But that I, was a cool podcast yeah. too. No, I want to. It was rowdy, but it was fun. <laughs> like it was different, you know. It's like oh, okay, it's different. Mm-hmm. I have an open mind for whatever types of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you I know. want people to get to know me. You know, yeah. I want people to see my journey. You know, I'm not here to promote a product. I'm not here to to promote anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just a guy that goes up and goes to work and, and is trying to raise a family and 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 do the right thing and. And grow and, and leave my mark. I mean, what's wrong with that? You mm-hmm. know, we're, this is video. This is going into the internet. And it's going to be around forever. Right. So I found my spot. I found like what I want to do. My calling. You know, everyone has a calling when they Your grow purpose. up. My purpose. Your purpose. And it's to do a podcast. And That's right now cool. I'm enjoying the time. I'm working hard. It's going good. And a lot of people are supporting the podcast. So thank you much. I mean, I've cried so many times on the podcast. Already. You cried? I've yeah, never I caught it when, when you cried. Oh, maybe you don't notice, but I mean, I've cried. <laughs> I try to hold it in. Like, what gets you emotional? Uh, just uh, when you went to a spot in your life where you're like, you're doing good, you're, everything's good, but you want more. What do we do when we want more? We go out to eat. We find some type of, of they call sin, right? Hmm. You know, for me, it was drinking, partying, mm-hmm. doing things. That, that didn't, you know, because once you make, you're comfortable, your family's good, everyone's good, what are you going to do? You know, no one wants to go and I'm going to take it to the next level. You know, you dabble a little bit in alcohol, drugs, and then you sit there and, and that's not satisfying you. So next thing you know, you, you got a good job, you're, you're making good money, you got a drug habit. What do you do after that? You do more drugs to find the happiness. So you were looking for that happiness. You were looking for that satisfaction. No, I was more running away from it. Okay. Because I felt like I needed more experience. Right. I couldn't talk about these things that I'm talking about now if I just became Christian the whole, my whole life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to tell you all, all the things I've been through. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here to be able to, you know, not convert you or change you, but to open your mind and question things. And and instead of talking from here, your head, you know, talking about what you learn. Talk from here. From the heart. Take a moment and just relax. Evaluate your life first. Mm-hmm. Evaluate your life first and then decide. Because on this podcast, no one's judged. I've had so many people on this podcast, you know, and I've inspired so many. This isn't for me. Well, it is for me. It's my therapy. Mm-hmm. But it's also that I want to grow with people, mm-hmm. right? I feel like even though we're connected, we're disconnected. Because right. I could turn the Facebook on, I could turn the Instagram on and see what someone's doing, mm-hmm. celebrating a birthday or I'm on vacation. But to have that interaction, the interaction we're having today mm-hmm. is something that I'll be able to sleep good with when I go home. I go, hey, man, I had interaction. I did something. We're only here once, right? Yeah. You know, we could talk about dimensions and interdimensions and <laughs> we're in a dream and I, you know, artificial intelligence. And we, I love that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But in the end, what is the purpose? I'm still searching for that. Read my intro on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or my intro for my podcast, and you'll know. Well, tell the people once again how they can get a hold of you. 
Instagram, Viv Gonzi. Yeah, that's, I took down my Facebook. I think we talked about that on the other podcast. All right, good. Yeah. Well, people, if you want to listen to Viviana when I first met her, you could go to episode 48 again. I think I said in the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast. But if you enjoyed this podcast, give it a thumbs up on YouTube. You know, you see, if you see it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, give it a thumbs up. But go back and listen to her story. Her story is very uh, inspiring. And, you know, I'm honored to know you. Thanks it's for a great me. honor, and I can't wait to see you again. IG is the Raider and the Saint. Look, link in the bio, and I'll have a LinkedIn to all my different channels. This is Stephen Gaxiola, and you will listen to the Raider and the Saint. Peace. <laughs>